on this episode of Strange, Strange Sound. Oh, it looks like Gracie's calling. Let's see what she has to say. What it do, y'all? It's your girl Gracie, about to get real crazy. But for real, we got a total fireball of joy and adventure up in here tonight. Kiki just crushed it on the academic scene, y'all, snatching that master's degree like a boss. But don't sleep on her scholarly vibes, man. This chick is all about the music, dig? Her heart's beaten to the rhythm, and she's got a skip in her dance steps. Y'all know that when it's time to have a blast, Kiki, the It's Miss Random Queen, is always ready to bring spontaneity and laughter to any hangout. Whether she's getting down to her favorite jams, hitting up her peeps out of nowhere on FaceTime. Y'all know back in 04, it was probably Skype or MySpace though, right? Or whether she's suggesting a last minute adventure, she knows how to keep the party pumping. But there's more to her than just the thrill seeker vibe squad. Underneath that adventurous soul is a heart full of compassion. Kiki's all about giving back to her community, doing her thing to help out in any way she can. She's grateful to keep serving for as long as she can, you know? Y'all give it up for the cosmic, conscious, Yas Queen herself, Kiki! Welcome, Kiki. Kiki in the Thank house. Thank y'all. Gracias. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here and very grateful. Also, just happy to see y'all. You know, we don't see each other much these days, but it's always nice to see y'all again after a while. Likewise. I agree. You've been tucked always away, studying hard for your mm-hmm. masters, and congratulations. Living in Mexico, on- baby. Man, yeah, you're living the dream out there. <laughs> I was following all your Instagram stories. It's like, damn. Yeah, I, it is I, beautiful I, over there. I've always said I don't want to die in the U.S. And after living in Mexico for a few months, I definitely see myself retiring there. Mm-hmm. And you know, so y'all probably have to go to Mexico for my funeral if I outlive y'all. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, well uh, who was who was Kiki in the year 2004? Um, 2004, man, 2004 was a big year, like number four, 2004. And actually, I always, <laughs> I always forget that y'all were actually a year older. Y'all were 2005, right? Oh, uh, three, yeah. Oh, three. Oh, yeah. oh three. Yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah, y'all right. were older, so y'all too. were <laughs> earlier. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah, 2004 was like I feel like a big year you know exiting high school i by some miracle of the universe ended up going to college <laughs> i had no intentions of going to college um i never knew anyone in my life that went to college so i you know it's just not something that was in my environment um last minute i ended up going to college and i owe it so much to this one coach slash teacher i don't know if y'all remember coach jackson did she teach web development I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And she was super tall. Yeah, I think she was, she was from, so nice. Yeah, she was dope. And she's really the one that was like, hey, have you thought about going to college? I'm like, what are you talking about? And, you know, long story short, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we all, if we're lucky enough, we have at least one teacher, one person that we always remember. And I don't know if she, I, I, I try to look her up on LinkedIn. I try to look her up so hard. Maybe not hard mm-hmm. enough, but I haven't been able to find her to thank her, you know, because I feel like mm-hmm. she was really the one that helped me get to college. 
Anyways, went to college and um, I had the opportunity to go to UT, um, Texas State or St. Mary's in San Antonio because I wanted to get away from um, my mom. <laughs> I love my mom to death, but she was um, very hard, like a hard ass. And I couldn't, you know, I had all these rules and stuff. I wanted to have mm-hmm. some freedom. And also I was the oldest of my siblings. I wanted to have some freedom. So long story short, my with my ignorance as well, I chose St. Mary's, which is a private university and by far the most expensive. I had no business. I didn't know about these things. <laughs> I ended up going to St. Mary's um, and it was a very life open, a life changing and eye opening experience for me. Um, also, just leaving high school, like I actually enjoyed my time in high school for the most part due to because of all my weird ass friends, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of changes happening in 2004. So I was just this person that was in a lot of transition. And it was also very scary because I'm like, I the imposter syndrome going to college was unreal. I, I, mean, and yeah. I, I almost didn't that. go because my best friend at the time when I was in high school, like my uh, one of my best friends at the time was going to go with me and she had gotten accepted. But for whatever reason, I think family stuff, she ended up not going and she was going to be my roommate. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't go now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, unless that security um, blanket. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there was a lot of changes happening uh, in that year and a lot Damn. of growth. And yeah, I don't I wish I remembered more about that summer, but I honestly don't. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what was happening that year. And, you know. It was senior year, a lot of bullshitting happening at school, skipping <laughs> class and just, I actually, you know, had to go in front of a committee and prove to them that I deserved to graduate because I had skipped so many classes, even though my grades oh, were yeah. really well, you know, were, were great. But yeah, because I had so many absences and yeah. if my mom hears this ever, sorry, mom, like, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> she that's was, not something that I was she knows. The same thing. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> hey, I'm here. You know, graduated high school. I had all my yeah. absences excused. Uh, one of my friends from high school would just forge the per- like the absence slips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, very I don't nice. want to go into details it about like that. I've been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. Do you remember who were your friends in high school? So you, it was you shot any Jay, of those people out? Jay yeah. Esparza my baby that's like my bestie for life yeah, um, I have a best. lot of besties but he's the one that I would call like if you know besides my sister and my partner he's like the first friend that I would call if some like serious shit went down um <laughs> but Jay Esparza Juan Jay Esparza he's in New York now uh Adriana <laughs> you remember oh, Adriana yeah. Adriana oh, yeah. Amanda Adam Holman oh, yeah. I think that's like the main yeah, I, I think those were like the main ones. Steph, uh, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and I'm sure I'm missing some. And, and I'm sorry. Oh, uh, like Angela Tizza. Because I had <laughs> groups of friends. I've always been pretty Just adaptable. Like My other group of friends were like uh, people that I played sports with. And that was oh, like yeah. Angela Tisdale, Sharonda White, mm-hmm. Ariel Scales. Those were, they taught me how to booty dance. And I, I just <laughs> loved them to death. And, yeah, what sports um, did you play? I played, I played any sports that I could just so I didn't have oh, to wow. go home, you know, because mm-hmm. home was kind of chaotic. So I was like, tennis? Sure, I'll play tennis. I'd never <laughs> fucking picked up a racket in my life or seen a game, but I actually ended up being pretty good at it. Nice. Um, I played Dang. tennis. I did. Tra- this is another one of those where I was just like 
trying to figure out a way to just, you know, either not go home or have less responsibilities at school. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, when you had a game, they would take you out of class. I right. did track, um, I did the shot put and the disc, which I'm actually pretty wow. small for those sports, <laughs> but I did them. And one time I actually placed third and that was like a big deal. That's incredible. <laughs> nice. But uh, <laughs> I did that. Wow. I played tennis. I played, I, and not in 2004. This is just throughout like high school. Yeah, sure, sure. High. yeah, yeah. Basketball, volleyball. I, I think by the time I was a senior, I wasn't, I was only playing tennis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had your sports friends. Yeah, my sports yeah. friends. And those were like my <laughs> closest friends. And I'm sure I'm probably forgetting a few. Okay. So forgive me. That makes more sense. Now, you know, I do remember you being a part of like the sports crowd when I when I think back. Because I was thinking to myself, I don't remember seeing you around a whole lot. Like our yeah, paths somehow did not cross a whole lot. Yeah, and it makes sense now because I was uh, very anti-sports. Yeah, (laughs) I always wanted to be like the cool kids, like the cool punk kids that were outside the cafeteria Mm. skating and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna learn how to skate one day. And you know, not like I wasn't so eager to be them, but I always thought they were so cool. Um, like all the little skaters and emo kids. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember y'all much. I was still friends with most of you guys. Like that, I think that was another big difference that I said in one of the previous episodes. Like at Del Valley, like the jocks, like they weren't, they weren't assholes either. Like, um, just like at other schools where like the peppy kids were kind of douchey, like. The jocks yeah. at Del Valley were all just like real chill, badass dudes. Like I, yeah. I love yeah. hanging out with them just as much as my own friends. We all yeah. like to party. I think that was a common denominator. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We um, all party. Like to party. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think Those I met like party. Kiki. I know, right? Yeah. 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 And the field. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Casey. Casey's house. His, his parents would like yes. let us uh, drink and do drugs, basically. I can't think of his last name. Brown? Casey. Casey I don't Brown. think I ever went it was, to one of those parties. It was a very short name. A very yeah. generic white person name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think that I... I met Kiki probably through you, Bradley, I think. Um, oh, after high school. After, after high school, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I just, I remember the... <laughs> It was the the pimp three party, I think, is what it was. Oh yes! <laughs> oh my god, that, that was, was a party for a lot. I don't of know people, what yeah. year that was. Maybe oh six or a, I'm not sure. Oh, ooh, I have a whole album somewhere. I'll have to pull up <laughs> that, some pictures. That's so funny, and this is embarrassing <laughs> if you actually can find those pictures. But I have them. And retrospect, like thinking about it now, probably not the best. But man, we had a blast. So the reason no, we, we was the best. Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. <laughs> we decided to throw a party our senior year instead of going to prom because we're like, man, this shit's expensive. I think affordability was also a big thing. I was like, man, this shit's expensive, and for what? Like, you can't really drink <laughs> yeah. or party. And we were partying by then. By the time we yeah, were yeah. like 17, 18, we were drinking. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we decided to throw a party, and I remember being in some class, and we were like, I don't know, I think it was Jay Adam Adron. I don't know. We just came up with this silly ass name, Pimp. Partying is a major priority. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Just kind of evolved from there, and we yeah, had like three versions of it. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Been been a blast ever since. Hell yeah. Yep. Now you can't get rid of me. 
<laughs> I would never. Want I wouldn't to. want to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right. Well, you guys want to let's get started. Song one. I posted. Right, I posted. I got your link. And I hope this hasn't been oh. played in another episode. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. I love this so much. Yes. You know that Ace Town rap? <laughs> yes. It was everywhere. It was what you were listening to. If you were any semblance of cool. <laughs> Is this Paul Wall's debut on our podcast? Um, I, I think he may have been in session zero. Okay. But I think that's I feel where like I'm I like getting that memory. So. Yeah. I can't remember, honestly. I know we've probably talked about him. <laughs> just, man, like some of the lyrics on here, I'm just like, that box is intense so you can't see up in my window. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, there's parts to certain songs where you just like, okay, pause, I gotta sing this part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, there are such good bars. And also all the cars in this video. Mm-hmm. This video is the shit. It is. The history and breakdown of this song is actually kind of interesting. I don't remember details, but I remember a while back, you know, because I just love learning about music and music documentaries. But this song was a Mike Jones song originally, like a year or two before. And then he got all these collaborators and then they made a video. But uh, and then there's a lot of samples. There's a lot of samples, or at least one or two samples from other rap songs in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can hear that. Let's see. There it is. Yeah, his, I, <laughs> I love, love his cadence song. in this verse. Yeah, yes. it's yes. just like da 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 da. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love how this is like making a huge resurgence right now. Like. Like uh, he uh, mentioned in a, his episode, like funk is like a real thing that's like sampling like Southside rap real heavy, and it sounds so refreshing. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, he looks like a baby earth. there. <laughs> he is a little baby. <laughs> little baby Paul Wall. Uh, and it's crazy because like these guys look like people you like you you probably knew. <laughs> like, totally, these look like my older brother's friends. Like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like this was the first time you were seeing like music videos where I was like, wait, I I, know, I may know that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up until then, like, you know, Man. it was unrelatable. What is that? Windows 98? <laughs> yeah, right. Windows 2000, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> this is just a good, like, riding song, too. Like, yeah. Riding around when you got that bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You bump to this song. You gotta have the bass. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of the stuff that I was that I was listening to in 2004. You know, I was raised on rap, Latin hip hop, freestyle, Mm, obviously Mexican music, 
Um, Did that come from like uh, like older cousins or like your mom yep. or older cousins? Okay. The Mexican okay. music, uh, yeah, yeah, mostly from my mom and my tias and my tios. But yeah, the like freestyle. the rap stuff <laughs> and the freestyle, the Latin hip hop uh, came from my older cousins for sure. Yeah, me too. Same here, and I have older siblings too. Um, so I am very steeped in Latin hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know what else. Like, Susie really went hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> For sure, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. It was just the energy at those parties too. Is like what really like sells that whole genre is like people yeah. go nuts when that shit comes and, and Miami base, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing, yep. amazing, amazing. I love it. All right, who's next? We'll have to have a Latin hip hop episode. Oh, Oof. don't tell me with a good time. I'm like, Ooh, I'm ready, that y'all. So good. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, this would, is a. This was really hard for me, really, really okay, hard for okay. me. Oh, the, from this album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but whenever I put myself like in 2004, and um, let's see, I was a year out of high school. I moved out of my you know parents' house and moved into an apartment with uh, my friends at the time, and uh, that didn't last very long. I just you know. <laughs> really didn't know myself honestly yeah come out of the bubble of high school and you feel like okay if you're not going to college you know you need to get your ass you know working and get out of the house mm-hmm. you know it's like this urgency or you're a loser you know <laughs> and um, yeah i just you know kind of rushed into um that situation but um yeah i remember this album dropping and at the time like you know i had never heard anything like it um it was just you know so impactful to me i had already heard honestly the sample the lauren hill uh from the chorus um from her unplugged album so that that was the first thing i was like oh my goodness lauren hill i love lauren hill um and kind of like the way we talked about before you know like someone like eminem at that time felt like kind of like the voice of a generation this was Mm -hmm. kind of like another shift in that um i feel like you know at the time um absolutely it's really difficult for me to uh you know talk about kanye i'm very complicated feelings about him um that's true you know but whenever objectively if i'm like reflecting back on who gracie was in 2004 absolutely like it's just this album meant so much to me um and it got me through a lot of hard times and i um there's something about to the gospel of it all and just mm-hmm. it's soulful it's beyond like religion if you will you know it's just a lot of the soulfulness of this album too um really really spoke to me um as someone who was like trying to figure out her own spirituality and you know what does this mean like now that you know I, we were kids i feel like we were still kids at that age you know but you felt like Absolutely. okay now i'm supposed to be an adult and like have it all figured out you know <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah, well, it's, exactly. Uh, you just, it's like a, it's a fairy tale. Like there are, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as adults. Like uh, all these grown-ups are just making this shit up as they go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what you yeah. find out. Yeah. And and you realize like I've been I've been sold this lie my whole life. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a hard reality to deal with. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything that you said, Gracie. I actually. 
really contemplated like putting some of his stuff on my playlist, but I was like, I'm just past that point because I used to be a huge hardcore fan. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. even Me too. when he started tripping a little bit, I would defend him. Uh, these past few years have gotten to a point where I can't defend him anymore. No, but, absolutely not. Yeah. No, but keep keeping it real. Like the music, though. You know, I, I think it would be cool to have an episode one day where we're doing like some kind of mental, it's a mental health episode where we talk about songs Ooh. that got us through some dark shit, you know, or I just would love that. a breakup or something. And yeah. there's, That's a I, there's, there's plenty of Kanye West songs that really got me some shit. I, I don't know, like mm-hmm. he just... You know, and I just—it's it, sad. He's 100 percent It's disappointing. I'm like hurt. I mean, I think so a lot of his fans are hurt. I'm, I'm like, bro, I'm so hurt. You let me down, but it's not just me. And and also, like, definitely, there's some compassion there. Like, I hope he gets the help that he needs. But he's just definitely yeah. crossed too many lines, too many boundaries. Where I'm like, I just I can't do it anymore. Totally. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. In those times, yeah, his shit slapped. Yeah. Really did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I felt, you know, if I'm going to be, like, true to myself at that time, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and enter it into the I time capsule. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. only up from mm-hmm. here, everyone, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, trust me, I had that conflict where I was like, I put it on my list, took it off, put it on, and I was like, I just, I, I can't, you know. But I, yeah. I was hoping that it would come up in some way. Yeah. <laughs> it deserves to be in the time capsule. It's yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Very nice. Was this the killers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the killers, and this is the song on top. It wasn't. It's not like one of the, you know, singles, serious chart toppers. You know that you think of when you think of Hot Plus. You know this album, right? But it's a deep cut. I really like this. This song was my favorite. Um, after I played played out the other ones. Um, this was like the next in line for me, and uh, I just love the song. It's again the following the, the trail of breadcrumbs of like how I got to like indie synth, like electronic, you know, pop music. <laughs> like yes, <laughs> uh, like these these uh, synths and these songs are a really big influence in that too. Yeah, I don't think I've heard this one, but it sounds very yeah. nice. And it's a, uh, it's yeah, such a good package of like the same sound. Hot fuss is you know, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't waver the, too far from the sound. I've, ne- I've never heard this song either. Obviously, I've heard of the Killers, but not the specific song. What is this song talking about? <laughs> Um, so it, it's, uh, it feels like, you know, imposter syndrome, like, you know, like on top, but, you know, still thinking like you don't deserve to be there. Like, but, you that know, once sense. you realize like you deserve to be like, you deserve whatever comes to you, um, it feels happy. Like it turns into a major sounding chorus and it's hopeful for mm-hmm. self acceptance, I guess. I like that. What was going on with you in 2004, B Red? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you were you were just out of high school as well, like you know. 
Uh, yeah, that was a that was a really dark time. I was uh, yeah, just out of high school. I just like Gracie said, I was not. I had zero interest in continuing education. Um, <clears throat> I even like was almost recruited into the military. Like I would have went into the navy. <laughs> Whoa! This yeah, show wouldn't exist if that had happened. No, yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't exist if that happened. <laughs> that was a really rough time to be in the military in general. Totally. Like, oh, yeah, totally. of course. Yeah, with 9-11 so, and all of that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> luckily, I'm half deaf, and I forgot about it. <laughs> so, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I... I uh, I get to like the entrance processing and like you have to do a hearing test and like through the evaluation and I was like I, as soon as they said that I was like oh shit I, like, I totally forgot like I'm like legally half deaf in, in one of my ears and I went through the test and of course I failed it and they're like sorry you can't join the military and so I was like okay well actually awesome <laughs> and zero interest in going into the military anyway and, yeah uh, you know respect to all the military people but yeah definitely yeah. it's not yeah it's not something not, that I, I would made for <laughs> yeah someone yeah. yelling them like yeah totally no I wouldn't have made That's it interesting <laughs> that they had the hearing test I don't think I've ever taken a hearing test and I know that I'm mm. deaf for sure, for to a certain extent, because <laughs> yeah. you know, I was I was born preemie, like I was actually born at seven months, and that was mm. one of my side effects. But I don't think it's ever been noticeable enough to where I'm like, oh shit, you know. And, mm. and I've wow. done a pretty decent job of taking care of my hearing when I go to concerts, you know, and like protecting your like yeah, yeah exactly. Because mm. I know that's one of those areas that it, you know, our technology is not advanced enough to where they could without like some device you. You can't, you can't just fix your hearing like you can fix like a cavity or something, you know? Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. yeah. Hey. All right. Y'all ready? We ready. What's up? <laughs> oh, yes. I hope y'all are wearing <laughs> something. Holy y'all can crap, dude. Start to twerk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this, is this, like, this is like this is like six street energy to me. Yeah, you know? had my fake ID. Like, Girl, let's fucking go. Do y'all remember Paradox? <laughs> yes, dude. Oh my I god. Was always at Paradox. Barely, <laughs> but I remember it. Yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> dude. Like Jay. Damn. Oh, and Tanya. Tanya was another good friend. And I Kenny. Duh, I forgot about them. But um, I remember we would go to Paradox, and oh my god, mm-hmm. like we were. Wild. Like I'm starting to, to <laughs> uncover memories like I hadn't thought of in a long time. I'm pretty sure I saw both of you at Paradox at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. I completely forgot about that, but and it was just uh, a yeah, place like, to go. You know, mm-hmm. even if you it was were like into a that Valley music, reunion there. Yeah, exactly. It was. It really was. You would see friends, even if you didn't like dancing. We went mm-hmm. to pop hour, you know, who's yeah, yeah. But some people just went to go hang out with people, and yeah. that was cool. You know, that's true. I was too much of a bot to try to like let myself dance at that <laughs> but point. But still, you were there, you know, yeah. and you were just hanging yeah. out. Uh-huh. You didn't get on a little fun. platform, Bradley? Oh my I god, did at some that point. was a thing. Yes, I did at some point. 
If you have enough of those cherry vodka sours, mm-hmm. ooh, I can never drink yeah, them now. some cherry bombs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll get up there. <laughs> I don't even remember who was handing those to us. <laughs> Dude, but reggaeton, for real. Like, yes. I yeah. felt like it exploded, like... Around this time,、oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. And even then, it, it, it didn't hit mainstream like it has in the past couple of years. And the thing that's、mm. funny about this song is like, it came out and it was dope, you know, and a lot of, I feel like, Central America and stuff like that. But I feel like it didn't get big out here, like in the US, until like 2012 or something like that, which is like way later. I remember this is one of those songs that I just, when it first came out, I. Not that I was embarrassed to listen to it, but it, was like, it wasn't like cool to listen to it. It's like, what are you listening to?、Mm-hmm. kind of thing. And this is before I was this、oh, yeah. confident where I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this thing, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> I was just like, I don't know, you know, this is kind of like, you know, maybe. It's a guilty pleasure, yeah. Yeah, exactly.、Um, mm-hmm. But then, I mean, it's, it's a classic too. Like, you go to、it、a、is. lot of these、uh, parties and they still play this song, and people still go wild. Yeah, they're going to get on the dance floor. It's、board. such a、yeah. great song, yeah. It's a time. Like, Daddy Yankee,、uh, definitely one of the mainstream pioneers. I think that's another interesting to think about. Like, a lot of these, it, it makes me think. I was listening, there's this really good show. I'm going off topic, but there's this really good podcast on Spotify called Loud, and it's hosted、mm. by La Mera Mera,、uh, Evie Queen. Who she's a badass. She's like a pioneer as a woman、uh, of reggaeton. And she talks about a lot of the history of reggaeton and how reggaeton is actually like started with black culture. And, you know,、Absolutely. like, but, you know, like Daddy Yankee, he's a, 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 a light skinned white presenting man. And it's more palatable for audiences in、oh. general because people. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're just,、uh, you know, people in general are, you know, have internalized racism and stuff. So it's just always interesting to think about these things and, you know, notice how、yeah. fucked up they are. But we're all part of it, whether we're conscious of it or not. I wasn't、yeah. even aware. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't even think twice about it. <laughs> yeah.、Um, but it, it makes so much sense. Wow.、Yeah. What a weird package.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, this little last. This little last clip that you only really see in the video. Oh, yeah. The tail and like the outro of this song. So good. Slap. I think <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think I remember hearing that、um, he was actually trying to be like a, a professional baseball player, but then he got shot.、Ooh. So he was like,、yeah. okay, well, I really got to focus on music now. But, yeah, yeah, he's one of those that. He's good at it. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. He's great at it. And he's still pumping out gems. Mm hmm. That's true. Love that. <laughs> Plus one for the、yes. Reggaeton entry. Hell yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm glad. Yeah, me too. I love Modest Mouse. Yeah,、mm-hmm. this was it. Like, I hadn't really. Heard of Modest Mouse, honestly, before this, this song played on the radio, and I was like, What is this? And <laughs>、yeah. I was high as hell. I remember, <laughs> like, I was like, I was driving my Honda Civic, and I had、wow. moved out of that, like, it was a toxic situation the, that I was in, honestly. The、and、little、so、Honda Civic? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's so many memories in that car. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I had just gotten it that year, yeah.、Uh, 
but I remember driving on the overpass on 71 toward like Barton Creek Mall, um, kind of flying over Lamar. And this song came on the radio. It was just like a really nice kind of like spring, almost summer day. Like it was like, like the wind was still cool enough, but like the sun, it just mm-hmm. felt so good at the same time. Windows down, you know, smoking a jig. <laughs> and this song came wow. on and I was just like, whoa, like everything's gonna be okay. You know, like <laughs> everything's gonna be okay. Like, oh yeah. my God. And I that went immediately feeling. and like bought the album. And that album just like busted open the doors for mm. indie rock for me. And yep. I had gotten a really like interesting job working for um, a teacher supply store. So oh, yeah. all of us there were, you know, uh, retail whores, we'd call ourselves, you know. And <laughs> it was just your millennial Austin slacker artist people, you know, <laughs> yeah. just really cool people. Like, still, just so different. Again, I'm coming out of this like rural Del Valley bubble and I'm barely like venturing out and meeting like different people I, d- I didn't go to college so it's like I wasn't getting exposure to a lot of different things and they kind of schooled me on indie rock <laughs> you know it was like from here That's it's amazing. like oh you love this album you need to check out like Lonesome Crowded West you need to check out the moon in Antarctica you know mm-hmm. and yeah it Modest Mouse was pretty much my life for like 10 years like <laughs> after that um but yeah, so I had trouble picking a song from this album. I did want to do a deep cut, but yeah. honestly, this is more visually interesting. So <laughs> I decided yeah. to do this one. But um, my absolute favorite song, honestly, on this album is called The View. There's this yeah. one song on this album that I love. I need to, I don't remember the name of it right now, but man, every yeah, time yeah. I listen to it, the world at large. Oof. Yes, yeah. that's another that's really good one. It's me, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I There's remember so when I first heard that, that song too. I was just like, I needed to hear this right now because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just going through some stuff, and it's just always funny how sometimes the universe just plants these little seeds, <laughs> and it's like, damn, Absolutely. you really do be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. the universe knows shit. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Cosmic timing. I know, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Optimum trajectory. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There we go. Great pick. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to pick that because. Yay. (laughs) I remember Gracie and Modest Mouse. Probably on my uh, MySpace playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Top, was it top five page. songs or top three where you could pin songs? You could customize it. Yeah. Yeah, if you knew point. how to code it, you could put as many as you want. But I think Yo, it was my top page three. Was, my page was fly as hell. I spent a yeah. lot of time on my page. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what that I was going to say fly. earlier. Is like, I think it was Miss Jackson was the the coach that you were talking about earlier. Like, Yeah. Uh, I had her web design class, and I was the first student to ever get a hundred in her class. Nice. So like my website was so fucking legit. Because <laughs> I've been working on MySpace, my MySpace profile for so. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, we were learning how to code back then yeah, without even really realizing was. it. 
Yeah. It made it fun. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of MySpace, yeah, this uh, was a, a MySpace delivery to me. Uh, I love this album. I love this band. And it's really just this album, Stories and Alibis by Matchbook Romance. Um, and this song is called Your Stories, My Alibi. It's, it's for me, it's the complete essence of emo music. Like, it doesn't get any more torn in any one other direction. Like, this is emo at its core. And like, it's a slightly bit screamo. It's a slight bit pop funky. It's still got, you know, the sad longing vibes in the middle of all of it. And yeah. It's the birth child of, of emo music. Like, <laughs> the whole album. It really is. And uh, it's it's lived with me for a long, long time. Uh, I'm... I still throw this album on every once in a while. It's just a huge bookmark in, the, in a part of my life. Nice. Yeah, yeah lots um, of emo on MySpace. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Very fast. I think Barbarella, I think they might still do this, but I think oh, yeah. once a month or once a week they have like emo night. And mm-hmm. it looked, I've gone there with a friend before and I had a blast of wild it was very wild <laughs> but it was so much fun and everyone's like singing at the top of their lungs yeah I, I never really got into emo you know there's a few yeah. songs here and there from certain bands that i like taking back sunday here and there but mm-hmm. i never really got into emo but man those parties look fun and yes. yeah and it's they so are fun. fun from my one experience yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. it was a great time uh incredible experience the scene, right? It's like the scene kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it turned into, and that's what I was. Right. That's what I was mad about at this point in in life. Like, this was like the last of of what uh, emo sounded like to me before it started turning into scene music. Like, uh, yeah, like I I alluded to in, in like a prior episode, like Good Charlotte was like a big. It was like they were everything. Uh, like they're on every channel doing something, uh, ramming more good Charlotte down your throat. <laughs> it, was very, it was a crazy experience, and it was, that was kind of like where I kind of cut the umbilical cord with emails. Like when that started happening, I was like, I think I'm done, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was alive and well in Austin still. Um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of some band names, like local band names. Because if I wasn't at Paradox, then I'd be going Ooh, to, like, yeah. you know, um, Red Eyed Fly. Damn, there was a great that local Austin dope. emo band. Mm-hmm. All Red River with all those little venues mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. My only regret is I, that I didn't discover Plush, which was you know, electronic music mm. sooner than I did. Mm. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it was Same. happening. For my ears, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, oh, oh. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Round three. Is this round middle? Yeah, three. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Very nice. I'm going to say, so though, this, 
I'm gonna say this video is corny though, but it's a great okay, fucking well. song. <laughs> okay, so we used to listen. Jay and I, Damn. Jay, Amanda, and I had the privilege of living together. I think at least a year, Pardon. and that was some of the. That was one of the most <laughs> fun years of my life. We had so much fun. It was, yes. um, you know, that was a wild time to be in Austin, dude. Yeah. Definitely, and I, Jay, specifically crazy. Jay and I would listen to this song a lot, like so <laughs> much. And honestly, Tiesto is probably one of the bigger artists, mainstream artists that got me into electronic music. And this was around the time I started raving and stuff. Thanks to shout out to Amanda <laughs> yeah. for like turning me into this beautiful world. But um, around 2005, after high school, and yeah, I was. Tiesto was probably the one, first one that made me start digging more. And this song, I mean, even the message that it's it's, called, it's talking about just be, just, you know, you may travel the world, you may do this and that, but if you don't really take a look at yourself, you're never going to oh, really yeah. figure out who you are. And also as a super mm-hmm. closeted woman at that point in 2004, with a lot of internalized homophobia and my friend Jay, which, you know, I don't want to speak too much on his story because it's for him to share but you know, we were both closeted at that time. Now we're hella out and proud. But at that time, <laughs> yeah. we were deep yeah. in the closet, you know? And, yeah, um, but this song, wow. you know, I think it resonated for us, not just in general, but because it's like, it, it was like this internal battle that we really wanted to come out, but we just, it just didn't feel right. It was too scary. But somehow yeah. this song was comforting to that like angst and that anxiety that we felt. Um, so yeah, we he used to jam the fuck out of this song, and <laughs> we would sing it at the top of our lungs. So. It was great. Oh, it was yeah. great. It was the best. I remember yeah. there was just this huge flood of like CDs that would be like new, like NYC Underground Party Volume Three. Yeah, <laughs> just had like a yeah. stack of just club bangers, like, and it came out of nowhere. Like they just yeah. flooded flooded the scene all of a sudden yeah, and uh, I had a few of them and I remember riding around with David and Johnny and we'd just be cruising around town doing fuck all listening to <laughs> doing hood ratchet yeah it, it, listening with to this friend. stuff it was amazing and, uh, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> doing and, hood and, rat you know, shit with my friends we also definitely went to see Tiesto in concert and definitely oh, yeah. heard this song and yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, Where'd you yeah. see Tiesto at? So I saw him a couple times. Once at Austin Music Hall and once at uh, Cowboys Hall in San Antonio or, or Cowboys oh. in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, good times. Good times. Let's see. Fantastic. I feel safe that y'all aren't gonna play any of my songs, but I'm like maybe they will. I know. Yeah. We'll see. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I don't think. You're like, I'm good. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't was, know. I was deep in my space emo. Yeah, I think I was, yeah, definitely indie, indie pop head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After Modest Mouse, I was like, oh shit. Like, I discovered this, um, like, there was like streaming stations as well. Like, through, mm-hmm. I want to say, like, windows music player had uh or that's oh, where yeah. i found it um mm-hmm. like a streaming station and, and the brand was called soma fm i don't know if y'all are familiar oh with yeah soma, soma FM. fm was 
they had a station called um, Indie Pop Rocks. And mm-hmm. that's where I like started discovering all this stuff. And at the time I didn't, I guess I wasn't really aware of like the college radio, you know, KT, oh, yeah. you know, or anything like that at the time. So mm-hmm. that's, I was getting my indie pop from internet streaming, but this Heck speaks yeah. to that. <clears throat> oh yes. Yeah. Was that girl? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, well, I remember going to ACL for the first time this year. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I had moved back home after that um, living situation. And I was like, wait, I, I have money now because I have a job and I don't have to pay rent. You know, thank you, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> but and then I started, you know, you know, I, I heard about this music festival and I believe that Modest Mouse was playing that one. Um for whatever likely. reason I wanted to go it was the year that Oasis headlined as well and the Pixies um, so uh, yeah. my mom got me tickets for my birthday and uh, my younger brother Ernie shout out Ernie he also went with me and uh, I remember us waiting for Oasis to start and there were all these like you know young kids like uh, I, we called them like Westlake Austin High kids you know <laughs> and they were just going off talking about this movie called Garden State which mm-hmm. I had never heard of you know and they're like you have to see that movie you've got to see it and so of course after the festival uh, I went and saw it and that damn scene with Natalie Portman and <laughs> Oh, yeah. He puts the headphones on her and this song is playing. I'm just like, oh my God, this song is just so good. It's a magical gateway. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's something about the folkiness of it too. At that time, I think mm-hmm. I was also discovering not just indie pop, but like kind of also getting into a lot of just genuine like folk music and like Austin yeah. music, like Austin mm-hmm. blues, Austin folk, bluegrass, yeah. you know. Uh, blues on the green you know like stuff like that and uh, Mm -hmm. really appreciating um, that and I also um, (laughs) well they were just sitting there in the band hall uh, because I did have a contract job to go back to the high school and teach uh, the marching band and they had an inventory of guitars um, (laughs) and I borrowed one and never gave it back Um, but I taught myself (laughs) I taught myself how to play guitar (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> exactly but uh that's right yeah i started teaching myself how to play guitar based on that's right this nice. you know that was a good, yeah. nice guitar yeah it was decent it was a decent like student it? guitar maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah that that movie though real talk that was such a great movie man yes it is it is a great yeah. movie. I haven't seen yeah. it in a long time. I feel like I need to ask Katie if she's seen it. And if she hasn't, it'll be a, a good opportunity to watch it again. I mean, I'll still watch it by yes. myself, but I always like to share <laughs> things. I'm like, ooh, yeah. you need to watch mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It hits different. Like, I felt like at the time here. when I watched it, I I watched a different movie than whenever like I watched it like later in life after oh, yeah. I've been through a lot more shit you know yeah. what I mean because yeah. it, it is a good movie That's about true. mental health ultimately yeah. you know yeah yeah it is but I think at first when I first watched it it was like for me it was mainly about the soundtrack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is hands course, down yeah. one of the best soundtracks of our generation yeah it is sure. it's yeah. a great it soundtrack it is the soundtrack <laughs> it is they uh 
they sewn together a quilt of what it felt like to be in that time. Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen this video, is. but I love that they're like screen printing shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very like uh, children in the hall. Our kids yeah, in the hall. Kids in the hall. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> love that show. Me too. Yeah. Um, I really like the shins yeah. too. Me too. I was really hoping you were going to put that in there. I had a feeling. Um, and then it it was that album, but then the first album though. Uh, you mm-hmm. go back and listen to that one. That one is a really great album too. <laughs> Very true. Uh. Tell us about this. <laughs> Look on your face right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I struggle to identify like what the hell is going on here. I don't know. Shit suck. Like I got kicked out of the house. Like I got a job. That was a weird fucking job. <laughs> I was working with Sam and Sam Glass and Stephen Mai. I had a place called Arnold Oil Company, which had like nothing to do with oil, apparently. Um, <laughs> it sold car parts for like okay. any any part you could possibly imagine was in this warehouse. Wow! And uh, I, for some reason, got referred to apply for a job, which was an inventory control personnel uh, position, and it's like ICP. like insane clown posse yeah insane yeah i was like you guys are making this up but my job was to walk around every like every morning uh and print out a report to see if there's any differences in how many parts we had last night versus like how many parts we have now (laughs) and you'd have to go and manually count any ones that were were off for some reason it was a mind-numbing job <laughs> but i listened to a lot of music around that time and um i was dating this this girl and that's how i ended up getting tied to southwest texas um which is now texas state um she was going there and <laughs> it's okay. It was uh, it was trouble. It was I don't know. I, mean, I knew it. Like it was a problem, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to prove. To be honest, I like it. There was no reason to stick with this toxic relationship, but for some reason in my my adolescent brain I had to prove to myself that a relationship couldn't have been as hard as my parents made it seem to be (laughs) and uh, there was just kind of this weird pride thing that I couldn't let go of needing to prove that to myself and so I I held on to this relationship a lot longer than I should have Uh, very relatable experience, honestly. 
And uh, I was really angry about uh, all the terrible shit I was getting put through because I would ignore red flags just to continue trying to make this shit work. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, relationships in general are just fucking hard. No matter oh, yeah, how, absolutely. how good a relationship is, if someone's like, oh, we're always happy. I'm like, y'all are full of shit. Like, it takes a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of compromising, a lot of, like, healing, especially if you have, you know, we all have some kind of trauma. You know, I learned mm-hmm. in school that there's trauma, like some real fucked up shit. But, and not everyone has that, but everyone has some form of little t trauma which is like little things that maybe you don't think that affected you but they did you know um mm-hmm. like maybe you grew up with money but your parents weren't ever really there you know that that affects you as a child developmentally you need that connection with your with the people that gave you life or your caregivers um so you know that's absolutely that's interesting but we bring all of that baggage into relationships whether we want to or not and it's like yeah, all these parts of yourself that you're like, oh, shit, this is coming out again. It's like, well, you either heal it yeah. or, you know, it's just going to keep true. interfering with your mm-hmm. stuff. But, man, yeah, relationships are challenging. And I'm very grateful to be in a fulfilling relationship with my partner, Katie. Shout out to Katie. I love you. Um, oh, but yeah, for you. yeah, she's the best. Thank you. <laughs> we yeah, can both definitely attest that it's it's not easy, but... We're here and we're evolving together and we're figuring it out and you know, yeah. Yeah. Very grateful. Yeah. Ditto. I I agree. It's good. Yeah, for me, you know, that resonates with me with what you're saying, like Bradley, about like just wanting to be in a healthy relationship so bad, especially if that's not what you were modeled when you were growing up. So you're like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like that. So I feel yeah. that. This that's song, hard. y'all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The remix album everybody needed. <laughs> I so, felt so fucking cool listening to this shit. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Well, because it was one of those cool collaborations. Like you never, yeah. I never expected Jay Z and Lin- Lincoln no. Park. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? This is so random. Complete like, but surprise. I loved, yeah. I loved it, and um, worked so well. Yeah, yeah, and I remember I was really into Lincoln Park during this time. I. In high school, I had like oh, this yeah, very absolutely. sweet human that you know had a crush on me, and one of the things that they gifted me, and it was it was never creepy. Like we were friends, and and it was just you know we were really good friends. And he gifted me my first CD player, and oh, my nice. first my oh, first yes. CD, which was Linkin Park, um, like their first like the orange Hybrid cover. Theory. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, that one. and yeah. That, obviously when that's like your only CD and. You know, you're <laughs> listening to this album over and over. I became obsessed. And it, it's actually oh, quality yeah. music, you know. And I know we've had some Linkin Park on here before. But yeah, big fan. All right, oh, Chester. This deserves yeah. to be in here. I know. Yeah. Terrible loss. I was actually I um, <clears throat> ran across a video last night when I was trying to grab uh, some stuff for editing. And uh, there was like a suggested video on YouTube of, of David Draymond who we were talking about recently uh, he's uh, has like a a little rant like a, at the end of a song like talking about how much he misses his friends you know Chester and Chris and I mean so many 
different, you know, people that he's lost along the way. He's been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, he was, uh, he opened up and was like, you know, I'm, I'm going through a bunch of shit myself. Like, uh, he's got, like recently got divorced and uh, he lost somebody or something like that. And, uh, and so he was like, I was, you know, I hate to say it, but like I was almost, you know, I almost joined them basically. And, uh, and then he goes on to, to talk to the crowd, like, and letting them know, like, if you're feeling that way, like, reach out. Um, right. And he's, he told everybody that had ever felt that way or currently feels that way to raise their hand. And the camera pans over to the crowd and, 95% of the crowd has their hands in the air. Yeah. And um, the yeah. magic of that video is like when they panned back up to the stage, like you could hear everybody, like, however, in proximity to the camera, like being like, man, I love you. Like, you know, I, like it doesn't matter. Like, I love, like, I love you. And everybody was just like telling each other that they love each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's always a connection uh, and having shared experiences and also like realizing like, Mm -hmm. oh shit, someone else is going through this as well, which obviously I think that's another reason to speak up as no matter how hard it is, because Mm -hmm. just living through that on your own is so hard. And all this to say, even to y'all, my homies, I know we don't see each other a lot, but I'm that kind of person where you can hit a bitch up randomly and be like, I need someone to talk to. And I'm like, all right, I'll make time. Even if we haven't (laughs) seen each other and like forever, like I will make time. Like I just, yeah, you know, so many people suffer alone and it's like you you have a network and I know it's scary to reach out sometimes, but I always talk myself when I'm going through these things. That way it can be easier and be like, look, this feels awkward and it's okay to feel awkward and I don't want to do this. But you know, if you do this, it's good, and and that really helps me just get through those and make those decisions and call up someone and be like, "Yo, I'm going through it, and Absolutely. I don't know what to do. I just need to talk to somebody, or can we just go on a walk? Something, you know?" Yeah, I feel that way about any of us, honestly. Like, yeah. I just feel it just kind of picks up, you know, wherever we leave off, no matter how much time has gone by, and I feel safe enough to approach any of us, like if if I ever need to, you know, like yeah. and you know. I hope everyone feels the same way about me, you know. (laughs) No, likewise. And I know it's, you know, we all probably have maybe thought of that, but we think like, oh no, she she or he's too busy, you know, they have their family now. And I'm like, what's one hour of my day, you know, like that's so doable. I'm just saying it's, it's scary, but it's doable. And like your true friends, like that are, and y'all are obviously my true lifelong friends. Like we'll be there for each other. So. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I love Throw up all a heart, Bradley. Throw up a heart. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, this album, I love this woman. Soviet quiche is like it was just life changing for me. I don't know what yeah. it is like about this album it's very minimal it's like for the most part it's mostly Mm -hmm. her and the piano um and it's just one of those things i was just like i didn't know like people could make popular music like this you know like this is like so badass um 
I love singing this album all the time. <laughs> it's just one of those ones I was in rotation. And I think I got it from, I think my boyfriend at the time shared it with me because he got it from someone else, like at school, like Texas State, I guess. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, and this song in particular, it's like just one of my favorite songs to just belt out and sing. Um, Honestly, I'd never seen the music video before I, you know, started building this playlist, um, which I really wow. like it. It's kind of reminiscent of the way the uh, Modest Mouse video is also built, like with mm -hmm. the stop animation and like the cutout and kind of like that vintage, <clears throat> I don't know, turn of the Yeah, this was very popular in, <laughs> in art at this time. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was happening in movies, like uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind was around this time too. Mm -hmm. And they had very, like, just artistic. Mm -hmm. Shots um, in the yeah. movies and culture uh, in general. Yeah, it was cool. But uh, it is—it's a beautiful love song, I think. You know, um, and I remember it also was on that soundtrack. Came out later, uh, 500 Days of Summer." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> with Zoe Deschanel. Um, Great yeah. soundtrack as well. Yeah, and I didn't know too many people who were into like Regina Spector either, but it was just like that my little circle of my work friends, and um, yeah, yeah, just we all appreciated it at the time. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely heard some of her stuff and liked what I've heard. And this video is really cool. I'm liking it. I've never seen it before. Beautiful. Yeah, I guess the genre anti-folk, I think is yeah. what it was called. <laughs> like right. something, yeah, I, I, I never honestly, like I still don't get it, you know, um, <laughs> but it's just what they had branded themselves as. I know out yeah. of New York City, there's like a whole collective of like musicians and artists that were about that life, I guess. And that's what they called it. But I don't know, that's like right. I also being brought up like, you know, classically trained musician or whatever. Um, there's a lot to appreciate about it too, just you know, with the piano and like the composition. Your musicianship like so, isn't. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Out of this, this world. This also reminds me a lot of like Imagine Heave. I don't remember her name, but mm -hmm. yeah, that those kind yeah. of vibes. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Her vocal is just there's nothing like it. It's uh, uniquely hers. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Dang it. <laughs> Why do I do this? We're on the the final submissions the here. Or no. Is it? No, oh, this second is the second to last. last, yeah. Yeah. This is my yeah, well after this one we'll be going into last round. The final round. Hold your butts. Mm. <laughs> 
Uh, this was a, a legit soundtrack to one of my first mental breakdowns. <laughs> I was, uh, after I got kicked out of the house, I lived on... I, I asked Stephen Mai if I could sleep on his couch. He was the only person I knew that had their own apartment. And um, <clears throat> my stepdad was mad that I was hanging out too much with the girl from Southwest Texas and didn't think I was taking, <laughs> looking for another job <laughs> seriously. So he's like, you got to get out of here. I'll, I'll give you till like Monday pack your stuff and get out. I was like, bet, dude. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> so uh, I packed up my, my little 95 Nissan Sentra with all of my worldly possessions. <laughs> and uh, I drove over to Stephen Mai's house, which was like a block and a half away. <laughs> nice. Shout out Stephen Mai. He was living at Metropolis, which was the coolest place he could ever possibly live in Austin, Texas. Like, yeah. Uh, that was a happening place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I slept on my couch and all my shit <laughs> stayed out in my car in the parking lot. And yeah. Metropolis. Was, uh, yeah. I love that place. That's right. I met the uh, pocket full of dang. Uh, they were they were like a local uh, awesome band. Uh, they played at the party we had at the Austin Children's Museum. Yes, yes. <laughs> I popped open my uh, old laptop and I found a lot of pictures from that. So, oh what? yes, I would love to see those. So I'm there. I don't think I would. That doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't think I was there. Yeah, I, I think so this would have been pre Kiki. Like, okay, yeah. I don't think I was hanging out with you yet. Yeah, I was like, that sounds cool, but I was. Wait, <laughs> was so wait, so y'all bad. had a party at a children's museum? What? Yes, yeah, it was the Earthworm Society. Earthworm yeah. Society, yeah. man. Jeff Wallace. Shout out, Jeff. I still have that in Dow. I fucking love it was that. Jeff Dow and Voltaire were do... the, like, the masterminds. Yeah. Jeff needs to do uh, it. If Jeff signed up He's for next. one of these episodes, oh, nice. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, Jeff is awesome. We need to hang out at his crash's pool again someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crash's pool is the way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll text him right now. And I'll be like, yo. Hey, we're coming over. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll be there in five hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, you're flying. <laughs> yeah. Get the chopper ready. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was angry. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting <laughs> because I can see that with like the songs that you've shared, and mm-hmm. it's just a reminder of how powerful music is and how it carries us through times like that. And, oh, yeah. You know. This uh, this was definitely my support system. Um, I didn't really have any other. I didn't have anybody to like talk to about any of that stuff. Yeah. I was a uh, a man alone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I survived. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Mai's couch, I guess. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I assume. Exactly. Yeah, thank me. you for sharing. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
All right, this is the final submission for real now. Yeah, for real. This, for is, real, a, this is like a sexy banger. You'll still hear it in the club every now and oh, then. Oh, dang it. Yes. Christina Media. Wow. <laughs> I actually I remember did this song, though. She's so gorgeous in this video. Yeah, she mm -hmm. is. Dang. So I remember, like, this song was, you know, they played at the clubs and, you know, it's when I was starting to get comfortable with just dancing at the club with my friends because we're like, whatever. And mm -hmm. I didn't, I wasn't conscious of this, but dancing for me, you know, since I started to go out to the clubs with my friends and parties has become such a big therapeutic part of my life until this mm -hmm. day. And now it's Absolutely. like, now I'm very conscious of the fact that it's therapy for me. Preach. But Preach. yeah, this song was mm -hmm. just like, you know, uh, it's just sexy. The video is sexy. And funny thing, you know, I was talking to my partner, Katie, about how, about the show and just kind of giving her a quick rundown about how this song was in my top five. She's like, that <laughs> song, that video was one of the videos that I remember seeing when I was younger and being like, wow. like, and this, <laughs> she was positive at that time as well, but she was like, oh, and she kept watching it, but she felt so guilty watching it. But it was just oh, like, yeah. you know, there was something there that kept drawing her back. And she was like, why am I so attracted to this woman? Like, oh, you know, <laughs> a lot of guilt there, but not this anymore. This is a sexy ass video. That's yeah, why. hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also just the song in general. Like, it's just yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this song. And I remember this at the club is always. Yeah, we would be like dipping it low and a like, be like oh, be. and some people couldn't get back up. I definitely have fallen one here four times. <laughs> yeah, we always love songs even with instructions. You think you can do squats all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always yeah. love songs that what? <laughs> oh, I said I always love songs with instructions. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what to do, please. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's like, okay, I got this. <laughs> Imagine oh. this, if this song came out now. Oh, Gracie, something that you said at a previous episode was like, if TikTok was around back then, we would have definitely <laughs> oh, embarrassed God. the fuck out of ourselves. I'm actually grateful that it wasn't. Because I'm like, I probably would have been ballsy and thought I was cool and looked like a fool, which is fine, but you know. These kids yeah. these days are hella cool, and I'm like, damn, they pop up with all these little dances. Mm -hmm. But I feel mm -hmm. like if this song had come out now, that it would definitely be TikTok like famous, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it could revive a lot of yeah, these little songs. They oh, revive. Yeah, come That's back true. Eventually. Mm -hmm. It's true. There's a lot of little TikTok where songs come back. Sound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I can see a like full TikTok dance coming out of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the video. <laughs> it's like an instructional workout video. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I love that song. Ugh, man. Great song. Let's see what's next. The final submission. Ooh. I picked the live performance of the song because it's yep. the best. It's the best performance. <laughs> but the song came wow. out on that funeral album, which 
I bought the album based on um, the first single that came out. I forgot what it's called, like Neighborhood or whatever or something. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I couldn't get into the whole album. I was like mad. I was like, dang, like I only, it's like, you know, when you buy an album and you're like, fuck, it's only this one song that I like. Yeah, that's true. And it, it took a while for it to grow on me. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess I finally heard this song. Jeez, yeah, this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's just another one of those songs where it's just... It should be the world anthem. Yeah. Is really what it should be. <laughs> yeah. It really should be. Yeah, we I should all unite as one, and this should be our anthem. <laughs> I definitely remember being super into this song, you know, when it mm. came out, and I would sing it at the top of my lungs. It was definitely oh, yeah. a banger. Oh man! Yeah, sadly, I didn't respect them in time. Like, I didn't, I didn't pick up their catalog when, as it was coming out. I didn't hear it until honestly, like, I I had this on in the background. Uh, this is, you know, Austin City Limits taping of, of the song. And uh, it would play on public access in, in, in Austin. And so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what I would put on when I was, like, cleaning on Sunday, like, Sunday mornings after a party. Um, and this song came on. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this performance in particular. This. Yeah, this yeah. recorded performance is just, like, the best that yeah. I've seen. Of theirs of this song in my tracks. Yeah, Yeah, I uh, was very anxious to see it live, and I think they wound up coming to ACL. I think I've been to ACL a couple times, but um, specifically went to ACL to see this band. And it was before they moved the dates, so it was like hot as fucking balls, like very (laughs) scary heat exhaustion like mm-hmm. early to mid-september date whatever it was and yeah it was like the hottest time hottest Five day of billion the year degrees outside and, and they and were there's like only dressed. two water stations exactly yeah and they were dressed in like victorian garb like just heavy <laughs> yeah. hot wool costumes yeah. and they fucking rocked the house dude like they did yeah. I just, wow it was like so hot and like sweaty like everybody was just like wet and sweaty and (laughs) dancing around so it was like everybody's sweat was like getting all over but we didn't care because it was just like oh my god it was a slosh pit yeah (laughs) the music was amazing we didn't care (laughs) very pre-covid times (laughs) yeah (laughs) man yeah like uh, it, I felt like it was this just articulated something mm-hmm. for me like I just was still trying to figure out life you know and just oh, yeah. again, you know not knowing what the fuck I was doing it humbles you yeah yes. this song humbles you yes <laughs> yeah this is music guys <laughs> I always love the female vocal too. She's got a little French Canadian accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's like three bands in one. (laughs) Yeah. And then they take it to church here. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh suffice it to say, like I was a huge fan after I <laughs> was blasted with this yeah. one hungover Sunday morning. What is it, Kate? What uh, was the public access channel in Austin? That shows Austin City Limits? Yeah. I think it's PBS. They have so many good series. Mm hmm. KLRU. There you go, KLRU. Lots of entertainment came from there. Yeah. Iconic, ACL. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so many series that they had were iconic. I'm always so impressed. One of my with, favorite channels. With fans that have like more than four members playing. <laughs> right. Because imagine right. those practices. Like that's impressive right. as hell. Like yeah. that's some discipline too. Like you have to yeah. be mm -hmm. on point. Yep. Yep. Exactly. They were uh incredible musician. Uh oh, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh yay! Take it back. This yeah, is one this of the taking back Sunday. Back. This Emo is the photograph is proof. They are the best. Um, if I could, you know, if I could present one emo band to a, a emo virgin, I would be like, it's uh, it's taking back Sunday. <laughs> Listen to them first. Pretty if you solid. like that, I'll show you some some better, uh, some not better but more stuff. Like depending on what you like, really, it's like a Pandora's box opening. Um, but this album, I, I had this album, and it was just another one that it was the tail end of the soundtrack of my shitty relationship. Um, I was listening to this to get myself out of it, you know. And it sounded good. I was, well, it, you know, oddly again, exactly how I was feeling. And I would listen to this um, driving back and forth. I end up getting an apartment <laughs> um, of my own. Um, I have another weird job. I was a downtown ranger, which was like a yes. shitty auxiliary unit for the police department. <laughs> like we had zero authority to do anything. We were really I just meant to be the like. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the shorts. Uh, 
would, would actually be probably very fashionable these days. <laughs> <laughs> But they weren't then. And uh, it was a weird job. I fucking hated it.、Uh, <laughs> it had its perks. Like, it was, you know, it was cool to talk to some of the people. Like, you would talk to business owners and you become like a. First name basis with a bunch of people that ran a lot of really、um, iconic businesses.、Uh, a lot of like the clubs and stuff is what I'd end up patrolling like at the tail end of that career. <laughs> Did you work、uh, over like the like during the club hours or was it just like a. Yeah, so when I, when I was working there, this is when they started patrolling downtown at night. like It was like halfway through my time working there. And so we'd ride around in this truck, like a downtown ranger truck, just cruising around downtown. I'm sure you have some wild <laughs> Trying to pretend like we didn't、that. see anything. <laughs> <laughs> and we would be listening to shit like this. And, like, I mean, it was.、Uh, whatever the beat was playing at that time, like, just the、uh, hip hop and. Club bangers. And we would we would do as the least amount of work possible. <laughs> and then we would go and party downtown. Like we were already there. It was like free parking. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I,、uh, this, is, this was the,、uh, the bookend of. I, First adult terrible relationship. <laughs> Taking back Sunday helped me. <laughs> Close that door. Alright, l my next one, I don't think there's an actual official video. If anyone could find it, it would be you, B Rad, but we're not going to do that right now. But I still yeah, send you like the link. Perfect. The audio. This, this is, is, what, this is new, new to, to me、now? now? Yeah, new to yeah. me. That what? It was new to me then, and it came out a little bit before 2004. This song still slaps. I've actually heard one DJ play this out in a set recently, and it, it sounds so good on the dance floor. It's a hot song. My little closeted ass was like, This is me. This is me. <laughs> What's the artist and the song name?、Uh, so the artist is Larissa, and the song name is both Jay and Jane. She's、nice. pretty much talking about being bi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good, it's, it still goes hard. Ooh. Yeah, so this, this is you know,、pop. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just. Think, this is new to me. I don't think I've ever heard this one. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's great, y'all. It's so good. I get excited anytime I share it with a person that's never heard it. <laughs> And when I first heard it out, I was like, whenever I get comfortable enough, if that ever happens to where I DJ like, in, in front of people, I'm going to play this fucking song. And I、yes. finally heard someone play it. And I was like, <laughs> and it, it, it felt so good to dance to it on the dance floor. It sounds really、mm. good. You know? mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, this is a well produced track. <laughs> yeah. It's got all the good sounds. 
No, yeah. It's kind of taking me back a little bit to that Latin hip hop. I know, right? It's got, yeah. a little bit of that. it's got a little bit of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why I really like, I remember hearing it like that year. I think I was like freshman in college and I was like, but my friends weren't really into, like my college friends weren't really into uh, like electronic music. It was like my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like around Amanda and mostly her friends and some of my friends but I was still trying to find my electronics like little family my house music my <laughs> I, I don't listen to much trance now but I was a big fan then um, I, I'm mostly like house deep house minimal um, mm-hmm. techno yeah, I'm but, really into progressive house right now like progressive house like found a way into my heart again I um, like that and there's also breakcore uh, which I mentioned before is like a modern take on drum and bass. Oh, what is it called? Breakport? Breakport. Breakport. I think I've yeah. seen that before, but I don't think I've actually, like, li- if I have listened to it, I didn't know that that was a, a genre. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have to look into that. I love it so I much. Do, right I now. do love me some good drum and bass. You know, some jungle. It sounds so mm. smooth. They just yeah. kind of like smooth out drum and bass. Like, yeah. Uh, they make it a, like a little, little less harsh, more palatable. Nice. Um, <clears throat> sounds so good. I'll, I'll send you a playlist. Yeah, I, have, I was like, gonna a whole say share some, of it. share some of that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, this last. I'll put it in the Discord. That's coming. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Still contemplating my next song. We'll see. Oh yeah. But yeah, this song, timeless, and it's, yeah, totally. it's sexy. It's a sexy little song, and yeah, like I nice. said, for my little gay ass closet itself, and <laughs> back then, <laughs> like hearing this was very validating. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. yes, there's other people that are like, I like dudes and I like girls, and now it's yeah, like, electronic music yeah, was yeah. like really like one of the first more popular genres to really like embrace that. Yeah. Um absolutely. That's where I, I would go like, to hear electronic music was a gay club. Yeah, yeah. The gay clubs yeah. were that was before there was like, you know, EDM clubs or whatever. Yeah, for you know. sure. Mm-hmm. What was new to Gracie? Yeah. Uh I had a friend burn me a CD of um Sublime. No. Like yes. Deep Cuts <laughs> and yeah. Acoustic, like the Acoustic album. Yeah, so I'd never heard this one until this year. One of my friends that worked with me at the teacher supply store is a brilliant artist. Um, yeah, she shared a lot of good music with me. <laughs> and is this, this with Gwen Stefani? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, I love this is this when song she was so like much. doing No Doubt and stuff. I was obsessed with Gwen Stefani during this, yes. during her No Doubt era. Uh, Everybody was. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, and Sublime. I, <laughs> I, I definitely seen Sublime and. Uh, no, no, I didn't. It was the new one with the new guy, and it was yeah, it was still cool. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love it. It's so just much. like crazy. <laughs> yeah, this song. Yeah, I, I, I during this time. Um, it's a cover. Have you ever heard the original? No, who sings the original? No. Uh, I don't know. It's Is like, it like an, an old dub artist. Yeah, it's Is an old it a lot slower artist. than this? It's yeah, it is. It's dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh it's probably like Barrington Levy or like 
uh, Lee Scratch Perry. Like it's mm-hmm. it's in that vein of music. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to look great at that. song. Yeah. I knew that Discord one draft. first before I heard this one. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited to hear the other one. <laughs> yeah, I dated someone for a few years that got me super into like. I already had listened to some of these bands before, but I wasn't into them like to the point where I'm like, oh my god, we got to go to the show when they were in town. Um, but yeah, Sublime, you know, uh, Modest Mouse. Um, trying to think of other kind of stonery. A uh, 311 definitely went mm-hmm. to a few 311 concerts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, love me some Sublime. All right, what you got, Bradley? Yes. <laughs> oh. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. I got into suicidal tendencies felt corny. way later, but yeah, me too. It felt corny, like listening to it in the moment. To be honest, because I had just graduated, and uh, and you know, it's and it's meant to be, you know, comedic. You know, it's not, it's not serious. It didn't take itself serious. And I love that about suicidal tendencies. Like, and, you know, out of all the serious crap and music that I was listening to, it's like really heavy emotional stuff. I heard this song and it felt so nice to to have a you know a way out to feel some comedy that was relative to me. Like it was my gateway drug to better comedy. <laughs> but I think it was uh, Ray uh, that had put this song on at some point. And uh, <laughs> riding around with those guys. I heard this for the first time. I mean, eh. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was like funny how relatable it was. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen them one time. Um, oh, nice. At Pay Loans. Like oh, the wow. Mexican restaurant. Yeah, like South 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 yeah. I was going to say that had to be oh, South yeah. South yeah. yeah, it had to be South by. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think a track like open for them. <laughs> it's so random. Wow, well, that's in, <laughs> that's South by for you. I think one song that got me into them. I think it was called. Um, I don't remember. I think it was called War Inside My Head. I'm pretty sure it was that. One. Oh yeah, War Inside mm-hmm. My Head. Yeah, yeah, that was a great that was song too. Such a good song, and I'm like. Who is this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's a beautifully written song. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I love this song. It's just such a funny take on the teen parent 
dichotomy. Like, <laughs> mm. I think they're also. We all like, feel this way. They're also kind of like a rock version of like Beastie Boys, you know? Mm-hmm. The kind of yeah. thing that they would talk about in their music. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> The ending is the perfect, perfect ending. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Probably get hit by a car anyway. All right. So I was contemplating uh, between a few different ones, and I decided to go with this one um, for your song of the week. For my song yeah. of the week, because yeah. I think it's the one that I've listened to the most, and in, in this week, I haven't been listening to as much music as I usually do. I just moved back from Oaxaca, Mexico. Up like a couple weeks ago and from then until now I you know I had to do my graduation ceremony I traveled you know to go see my brother-in-law graduate so I've just there's just been a lot oh, of yeah. so I've just been like enjoying the silence a lot going to the park being out in <laughs> nature mm-hmm. you know I've just been so overstimulated these past couple of weeks um mm-hmm. and I haven't been listening to as much music as I usually do. But anyways, so when I was thinking about this, there's a couple songs and I was like, honestly, this is the song I've been listening to the most. So I'm going to post this one. And also, um, I, you know, when I was working in Oaxaca, I was completing my final practicum, which is like an internship. I worked with children and adolescents and the teenagers are the ones that actually got mm. me into Peso Puma. Way before okay. this video came nice. out, because oh, now yeah. this bl- song has blown up. But before the video came well. out, and before it got too mainstream, like I remember, they were like, "Oh, Miss Kiki," like you know, in Spanish, like, "Have you heard this?" And I'm like, "Oh no, let's play it because I have too many curse words." And I'm like, and they're like, "No, it actually doesn't, and it doesn't," you know. But yeah, so damn, this sounds to, so badass. Yeah, shout out to the to Love this. my peeps over at Canica. They turned me on to some great Mexican music. And wow. yeah, this, this song slaps. So Ella Baila Sola is the name of it. Um, by Esla Buen Armado and Peso Pluma. And Ella Baila Sola means uh, she dances by herself. And just what it's saying, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, she's a baddie. She knows it. She knows they're looking at her. And these guys, they're like, man, I, I'm, I'm feeling her. Like, I want to talk to her. And just game, you know. And yeah. But it's like the sound of it too. I love it. That's the feeling. That's the feeling yeah. you get when you try to talk to any girl on the dance yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah. It's like Very a little relatable. adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. You gotta hype yourself up for a minute. Yeah. Damn, this is beautiful. And thank this you, type thank of- all of you for bringing this to me. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. This is the selfish part of the project. <laughs> I get to hear amazing music. Uh, uh, yeah, it's great. And, you know, nationally, you know, Mexican regional music is really blowing up. And, it's you know, yeah. music, all these young kids are interpreting it. I'm telling you, own. like, Corridos Tumbados. That's, that's, yeah. that's the type of music that this is, Corridos Tumbados. And, 
You know, it's very specific. They don't have drums. They don't have accordions. Mm-hmm. It's acoustic, but it still mm-hmm. slaps. Like, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I love I love that this generation is really like bringing classic genres back to the forefront. Yeah. They're not they're not recycling a sound like they're taking a sound and making it their own. Mm-hmm. And I love that about what they're doing. Yeah, right now, for any uh, people that listen to Mexican music, this song is so overplayed. There was a point when I was in oh. Oaxaca where we would go out and I probably heard this song in one, like my last day. I probably heard this song like 10 times. At the end, I was like, <laughs> stop playing that song. But it's, it's, such a good, <laughs> it's such a good song, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I definitely do enjoy it. Um, and yeah, that was incredible. Good stuff. All right. I love being Mexican. Hell yeah, yep. me too. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to give y'all a choice. So um, I have like kind of like a, I guess, big beat prodigy kind of sounding song. And okay, then I have okay. like okay. a disco marauder kind of sounding song. Ooh. So what are you vibing on? <laughs> yeah, well, Kiki. I like, well, I like the way both of those sound, but. In the spirit of kind of reminiscing with the frontman of Prodigy, R.I.P., maybe we want, I want to go that route. Okay. All right. Mm. So, and then kind of hear what nice. that's about. Okay. So, this, uh, that's what I've related the sounds of these songs to. So, um, both of these tracks are from The Magician's latest mixtape, which I went to see uh, The Magician do a DJ set here in Austin. Last weekend, which was where, really where fun. was that? Was that at Kingdom? Mm-mm. It was. I did go to Kingdom though because they had like a movement free <laughs> party. Um, but no, before that, I was at Superstition for this set. I haven't um, been there which, yet. I haven't oh. been there. It opened while I was living in Mexico. I haven't been there yet. That was my first time going. Mm. Uh, this is actually a remix of the latest oh. uh, Chemical Brother remix. I'm sorry, Chemical Brother uh, single called No Reason. It's a remix by Ewan McVicker, and it's called the 1994 remix. Nice. So the actual song is really cool sounding, but then this guy kind of put the spin on it, and I'm in love with it. (laughs) It's like, no, this is what you're supposed to sound like, Chemical Brothers. Yes. (laughs) Chemical Brothers was one of the best shows I'd ever seen at Coachella. Mm. I don't remember what year that, that was, but that was... I think it was my first year at Coachella a uh, long time ago and so fucking good. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah. So good. I can't get over it. Like, I, I streamed level. live uh, the uh, this year's set um, and I actually watched it in my VR mask. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm totally there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like my I good like, ear button. I know. Yeah. I wish I would have known, dude. If I would have known, it was I would have been there. Yeah. So it was wait, amazing. Now I'm curious. You have a VR mask that you can watch regular as stream, it's just YouTube. live Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's a YouTube app, like, and I have Oculus, and yeah, you can just pop open the YouTube app, and they were streaming live to YouTube um, the Coachella weekend. So, so yeah. what? To your so, with the, so with the VR, <laughs> you feel like you're there. I'm just curious, like, what? It's just no, like it's. It's, I would, um, 
relate it to like watching it in IMAX. Like, but it's like, you know, and then I had like my headphones in. Yeah, exactly. And it's just what they're filming. So, yeah. But it did a good job and the audio was like really good. Um, Yeah, I had fun. Nice. I might have cried in my VR mask. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember their show the the last time that I was there, it was that good where I think I cried or was close to crying just out of pure fucking joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was just so amazing. It's the best feeling. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot lately, actually. I don't know if it's just because like let I'm out, let older out. or like what, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like I need to, like my eyes are leaking at like every show I go to. Uh, Why is this yeah, happening? Great. <laughs> I've been that way my whole life. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be okay. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, I feel like uh, there's a correlation between me getting older and crying more. I think also. Obviously, it has to do with my evolution um, of becoming, of healing and becoming more vulnerable and being more open to, like, just let it out and not hold it in. I'm like, all right, here they come. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's your, like, authentic okay. self. Okay, yeah, feelings are meant to be felt. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not such a relief, anymore. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was fun. Um... Yeah, the, the set was cool, and I, fortunately, like I was there for the uh, for the magician to drop, not this remix track, but like the um, the actual track, I guess. You know, Chemical Brothers, and I mean, I'm like, I'm an old head now, I guess. <laughs> I admit it, but everybody there was so much younger, and it has these like woo like throughout the song, <laughs> so you know, everyone got going woo, <laughs> just like screaming it out. It was super funny. <laughs> uh. I just love it when you hear a song that you love out when you're out and about. It's like the best Ugh. feeling. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Ooh, okay. So now I gotta choose. Do you guys wanna hear <laughs> a dubby kind of sound? Like a newer dubby sound? The breakcore kind of sound? Or mm-hmm. um, miscellaneous? I'm going to let you pick this time, Gracie. No, you're our guest. You pick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you pick. All right, fine. Uh, I I think because I'm just curious about this, uh, what is it, break core? Break core? Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just curious. So, yeah, let's let's go with that. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Oh, is this the last one? This is is the final track. I really do think it would be dope to do an episode. I've heard some ideas on the other episodes, but I also think, yeah, a mental health one. Mm, yeah. Dope. To kind of just. I'm so down. Yeah, whether we can like back for that one. Yeah, and and maybe like we each play like two songs and just. I, I think any time that we can talk about mental health, it's just good. Especially nowadays, it's a lot less taboo to talk about it. It's still kind mm-hmm. of taboo to a certain extent, especially depending on you know, your family's background and stuff, but it's such a relief that it's becoming more accessible and more talked about. Absolutely. And these younger generations are like putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know I um, had so many problems. <laughs> the, Same, Bradley. You know? Ooh, mm-hmm. What are you telling me? I was just like, what? Yeah. I thought everybody would felt this way. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. I just thought this was how life 
was, but no. I'm uh, slightly damaged. <laughs> hey, aren't we all? It's okay. Oh, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. We're beautiful disasters. <laughs> <laughs> Shout back to 311. <laughs> right. I like this anime. Yeah, video. it's beautiful. I heard that y'all were trying to have like an anime episode too, which I would oh, be a yeah, part definitely. of because I feel like I feel like I don't know enough about that world. But I'm, <laughs> me neither. I'm gonna it. be spoiled. Yes. I'm gonna yeah, be spoiled. I'm down to get spoiled. I'm uh, I'm yeah. I have anime playlists. Don't <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm already I ready. Like, I feel like you have a playlist for everything, though. To be fair. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. You want to see my playlist? Yeah. <laughs> So I have all, this is all the strange sound waves. This is how far I've gotten here. Where's the count? Um, this yeah, is, I, I always have something new I'm working on. Nice. Uh, so we're at DJ 193 sets. at least. Yeah. Uh, nice. And then I have them all in folders, so I have mixtapes for everything. Oh, nice. Uh, so organized. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember when we uh, go to parties at your house. And you'd, you know, you'd be playing uh, music. It was just always so organized, and yeah. Mm -hmm. I uh, usually have a, a playlist. I was definitely making playlists for scenarios that were going to, like, that would happen in my head that I would construct in real life. Yeah, like, there you go. I would be like, the hey, like, all these people need to come to this certain party. And I'll play <laughs> this playlist, yeah. and it would be magical. And it was. I don't know. <laughs> I certainly uh, had magical times. Some of the best times of my life. <laughs> uh, and then I had a wild party appears. This is like my emergency uh, party playlist. Like if I'm put on the spot, all of a sudden I wasn't expecting to have to like pick up the ox. Like I have emergency playlists no, for nice. all kinds of parties. Break in case of emergency. Yeah. So you open that, and there's like it's broken down by genres, or do you update this the emergency party themes. playlist? I do nice. keep them updated, yeah. Some of them. Nice. Not all nice. of them. Nice. Some of them I'm done with, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. I love that. Yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. hear the, the sound on the song that you were playing, though. Sad. Damn it. Did you hear it, really? Gracie? Mm-mm. No? Oh, no. My bad. It's all good. Dang, you didn't want to hear such a great me. song. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Well, it's already over. <laughs> Wait, what? Take two. Okay. Yeah, right. Good thing. Good thing Turn you can up a edit. little. Okay, yeah. Okay. Can you hear now? No. No. I don't think this has audio. Huh. If it does, maybe Wait. it's funky. Yeah, let me reshare. It does have audio. I can hear it. Uh, ah, sure. Green share. Okay. I'm gonna look at my dates now and send them to you and Crystal now before I forget. Oh yeah, I, good idea. I'll be in Portland when we responsible. <laughs> you know, it comes with age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at that. Here we go. Can you hear this? There it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Now I can hear it. This is a uh, break quarry. As the best I can describe it right now. I'm still learning. Uh, but I love this. I love all of it. 
it's been a huge itch in a spot I didn't I can't get to in my brain <laughs> uh, otherwise yeah, it's, it's lovely okay you described it perfectly like smooth over yeah <laughs> that was a good description I'm excited to share I, or ask my cousin Cynthia who loves like drum and bass oh, yeah. jungle music like and she's this kind of music is really hard to dance to. She's really fucking good at dancing. Because you oh, have yeah. to be like, it's like very hoppy, but you have to be dance smooth. And she's so good mm-hmm. at it. I'm like, um, she is. but yeah, I'm excited to ask her if she knows about this genre. And if not, oh, I would love to, to I would love to talk to her about this. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure we need to get her on like, the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's funny. Like, I, I think she would love to be I on the podcast. I love talking to her. I, I have her on the schedule without yeah, her. I know she lives in Puerto Vallarta, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's on the list of, of guests that we we want to reach out to. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask for you and put you on touch. <laughs> yeah. Next put time you head it out there, let me know. I want to go. <laughs> we headed out this year randomly. Jay, uh, Jay, Tito, Jason, and I. It was a very last minute random trip, but yeah, we had a blast. But yeah, definitely. It's one of those places that we visit like once a year. We'll definitely let you know. We're yes. thinking of maybe going there for New Year's. Not sure yet, but I just want to. Cool. Fair warning. Like we party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would expect nothing less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also nice to just hang out by the beach and stuff. But um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, this is Bradley. Really I'm glad lovely. I chose this. Yeah, good, good choice. You couldn't have, you couldn't have gone wrong, honestly. But <laughs> yay! Dang. 2004 in the time like number capsule. four. Did y'all have a <laughs> saying for 2005? It's so corny, but that was our saying. Like number yeah. four, 2004. Yeah, I keep saying we 2005. Just, we just yelled O three. Uh, o three. We we oh four. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was like our thing. I think it was yeah. like something like really corny, like O3 oh, yeah. class Wait. to be or something yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty corny, but we were like, we yeah, were always that. like, say, like number four, O4, mm-hmm. That's how you represent. We're so cool, man. Represent really. your class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody took it seriously, but it was a yeah, fun thing no. to do. It was funny. Yeah. Totally. Oh, man. I loved it. Wow. Well, it's about that time, and it's a weekday. I know, Mama guys. Pay them bills. It's my least favorite part of the show. Say yeah. goodbye. Do you have anything you have want to promote? About- oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. This is, I think, locally, Chingona Fest is coming back. Mm, I yes. can't give more details on that. All I would say is follow Chingona Fest Texas on Instagram. You know, for any new upcoming details, but that's really mm-hmm. exciting. It is coming back this year. It's a beautiful local festival uh, focusing on Latinx, um, highlighting Latinx talent, vendors. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, it gives back to the community. Funds go back to these amazing nonprofit organizations here in Austin serving our um latinx communities and yeah it's coming back this year so just follow the instagram that's really exciting super exciting it's essential that uh that fest continues on yeah i'm I'm grateful that i you know (laughs) i steph works on this festival as well 
which has been mm-hmm. like just so fun being able to work together on something so amazing. And I've made some lifelong friends, you know, by working this fest and I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. Shout out Chingona Fest family. And nice. Yeah, I think that's like the big local thing. I'm going to this psychedelic science conference in June. If anyone is interested in any kind of like therapy or healing and it's in their budget to get a conference ticket, they're still on sale and there's still a lot of hotel discounts, but it's a amazing revolutionary conference and I'm excited to partake in this one and just learn as much as I can and work a little bit. Um, yeah, it's going to be, I- I'm excited to come back after a week of knowledge and just see where my brain's at and see. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's exciting, but yeah. Uh, and information for that, you can get tickets, uh, psychedelic science on Instagram or maps, which is, uh, mm-hmm. like the leader in psychedelic research here in the U S. All right. Super cool. Yeah. And, uh, also promote just staying in touch with your friends. Cause you know, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed this time and thank y'all so much for, Doing this and for hosting me, very grateful to know y'all and just to (laughs) have this as a memory to look back on, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. (laughs) I know. I'm like next week. I know. Next week, week, right? (laughs) All right. Well, I love y'all. I hope y'all have a good night. And yeah, we'll talk soon. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Good night. And that's it for this episode of Strange Sound Waves. If you're enjoying this content, come hop in the Discord with us. The link is in the description of the episode. It's the best place to keep track of all things Strange Sound Waves. We hope to see you there. Sometimes.